We're talking about Wendy Williams and how Aunt Becky done scammed the college system in America. All that and more this week on Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey. Give us our beat. Give us our beat. Give us our beat. Hey. Hey. hey, it's all quiet and smooth. <laughs> we don't have no music no more, but we are here and we are happy to be here. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Black Hollywood Lives The Trend. I'm your host, Courtney Stewart, and we are once again missing Daryl because he's out in these LA streets working and doing his thing. But Getting we got coins. Yeah, but we got a full table anyway. Okay. And the fam is here. We got DJ Jesse J in the building. What's up? And back joining us still from the Harlem that we love, Miss Tanisha Laverne. Hello, Grant. everybody. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome Give back, y'all. Thank you. I know. She be always styling it up for us, okay. y'all. I have to, yeah, you know. Thank you. We love it. We love it. We love it. All right. And we love it this week. How's y'all week going? Y'all having a good week? Girl, blessed and highly favored. Listen, highly I'm favorite. having an amazing week. I'm having an amazing time in LA. People are like, who is she? Yeah. She is her. She is I think her. they may have some work arrived. for you. You may not have to go home right away to okay. New York, Miss yes. yes, we love it. Mm-hmm. And you finally got some real LA weather a little oh, bit. I we know. got some so sun, y'all. Wait, have you guys seen the butterflies? Yes. I haven't seen the butterflies. Let I... me tell you, I walked my dog and I turned the corner and I was in a I wouldn't even know what the word is. I felt like it's I like was watching uh, Planet Earth. You ever yes. seen them documentaries? Mm-hmm. And it was just so many freaking butterflies around yeah. me. Oh, I want that I, to happen to me. I hadn't seen them yet. Somebody just asked me about that when I was out, I think, Tuesday it's night. crazy. And I was like, no. And then Wednesday, I was out walking around. They were everywhere. They in my car, like, floating around. I literally posted today, like, I appreciate yeah. all these butterflies, but I'm going to need y'all not be flying up in my car like mm. a bee because I'm still freaking out when I'm driving if it's, it's a butterfly. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's magical. It's dope. Wow. It's beautiful. Take a walk. And you Take know what? Maybe Maybe you guys did take a walk yesterday. Uh-oh. <laughs> because the internet was basically shut down. Instagram, Facebook, the only real two things that I realized mattered yesterday <laughs> were shut down. Shut um, down. It started, you know, pretty early in the morning, around 7 a.m. Uh, some people were, you know, logging on, logging on trying to search. They couldn't refresh their, yeah. their browser. I thought it was... I thought Sprint was like, you need to pay your bill. Uh, oh, me I was, too. I, I thought I, was, I had I was like, hat. wait a minute. I thought. I'm like, I know I just paid this. I was this. like, hold up. I had a payment agreement. I'm like, am I not on payment agreement? I'm not lying. <laughs> Spectrum got me. I really paid Spectrum because I, I thought like, it was Spectrum. Like, like, yes. You thought it was your internet. I was like, damn, I, I could have waited. Like a mess, a mess. I was, was like, crazy. can somebody cash at me my Sprint bill? <laughs> I'm still on out here. Yes, we were all so upset. And it was global. And it was global. And, you know, it's, it's so funny to me because there was someone and, and they were saying, like, what, you know, what are kids doing that... What is the new millennial? What are they called? The I don't know what they're called. The Zennials? Zennials? No, Zennials are uh, those of us that are on the higher end of the millennial. Oh, right. Yeah, so below millennial, I forget what is they're called Generation now. Y or something? Generation something now. So I, don't I don't know, know, but whatever. They were like, they don't, probably Born don't know what to do what, with themselves. 97. And what do kids do nowadays? That You know what I mean? Like, to go out and play? And I don't know. It was, I felt it was kind of good, honestly. It was good, but it was kind of like... I was a little bit concerned with myself because I really don't consider myself a social media fanatic. Like, and I try to stay away from it. And crazily, I was trying not to use it at all this week during certain hours. Oh. So, it, but my breaks come up, and I was like, 
You find wait. yourself always clicking that button. It was like 1.30, button. and I'm like, wait, why is it not there? And then I got kind of obsessive about it, like, why is it not back? Why is it not back? It was yeah, not back. Yeah, that's so. how I thought. I mean, from a business standpoint in this industry, not no. even in this industry, we're in a day and age where, you know, you have to promote your brand and your business on social media. That's you true. know, so there was content that I wanted to get out, and, you know, you have to time that. Yeah, It's like true. you got to hit people at lunchtime, you know, right before they're kidding, right, right before they're putting their kids to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be really strategic about when you're putting out that content. So, you know, from a business standpoint, I definitely felt it. And from, you know, like, okay, I think they got me. They got me in a big way. I mean, this is how we live. And, you know, wow, what a feeling if it does by some phenomenon completely disappear. Well, that's yeah. But the craziest part about that is so I was working on this project and I needed a couple really good uh, clear shots of me. And so... I was looking through my phone. I'm like, wow, I don't really have... Oh, I have to go on Facebook for oh, that. Oh, your photos. Ooh, and and I, it really hit me. I said, I'm like, I have to download these because otherwise I only have whatever is in this this era of my life from this phone. Yeah. And it that was cra- that was a crazy experience, actually. That happened to me yesterday. And I, was, I couldn't finish. I couldn't even work on the project because I couldn't access that. Access well, you know what? Is. I'm going to have to teach you how to scrapbook. <laughs> Something <laughs> really I learned when I was in junior Yeah, but I mean, school. no, I have old pictures but like in like the polaroids and all that stuff but i'm saying like <laughs> that's true all your instagram pictures like like the are, last like five yeah. years of life at i mean least. actually mm-hmm. probably more than that yeah. i would say what since 2008 because i have a huge <laughs> I, crazy. I have a huge scrapbook and my parents they have like old photos of me and my family and like i was really like wow like we'll have those forever but like if you don't you gotta start printing these i gotta start printing to print and they have apps they have apps like you can send in the, for uh, sure and it's really easy and you can send them out they print them they send them to your house it's not a big deal but what's funny that you say you're talking about how big they the companies are and like how important they are in our lives that's something that may be coming up in the next presidential election because elizabeth warren was getting a little press this week Mm. talking about wanting to regulate facebook and the monopolistic they want to regulate that it's making because we do really get most of our information, a lot of people like in the world, not necessarily us specifically, because we kind of are the media, so we know we got to read other stuff. No. But, but real, real talk is, I forget where I saw it, but someone was like, oh, Instagram and Facebook shut down. I said, well, I wouldn't know because I couldn't read it on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. the reality is when it was shut down, I did have to Google, is there an outage? Because I was like, what is happening? I Most of my news my I do, yeah. I get through no. Instagram. I click a link or something through Instagram. Well, the only thing that would have to happen would be a resurgence in, in print and newspapers. Yep. All those newspapers yeah. and magazines that are struggling right now would suddenly have to have a resurgence, and people would have to become like real journalists. Oh my God! Are we gonna go back? <laughs> are we gonna Something, go back? I think the pendulum is gonna swing back. You know, whether or not you know Instagram or Facebook, uh, you know, somehow wipes itself out of you know mm-hmm. its existence, but the pendulum will definitely swing back. I think people are just tired of all of the vapid nonsense and yeah. superficial threads and narratives mm-hmm. that we see getting pumped through social media and it's being sifted. Yeah. It's, it's being sifted. It's going to be Amazon. Amazon's going to start a newspaper and it's mm. going to deliver to oh, all yeah. of us because it already has all of our information yep. and eventually Facebook and Instagram and all of them are going to fail and Amazon's going to rule the world and then we're all going to die. Wow. That's my theory. Well, we're going to die regardless. <laughs> well. Death is just, that's a part of living. You die. That's, it's coming. It's coming. But you yeah, know. I, I see Amazon though just like 
turning into like Ursula the Sea Witch and just like taking over all the, the tentacles all over the world in every single spot, place, and location. I mean, they're delivering groceries, they're taking over restaurants. Yeah, they took over, over IMDb. They, yeah. They've taken over everything. Yeah. And yeah. It's just, yeah, I just found out about that this And weekend. they paid like, oh, no taxes. IMDb is a partner with Amazon? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, because oh I was, God, yeah. I was no, trying to I log into my account, which I had for yeah. Pro yeah, yeah. to do it. Yeah. But like, they won't even let you log in you just anymore. They're like, no, you got to log in through Amazon. I'm like, but I had an IMDb Pro account. I just want to restart that. I don't need you to link into my Amazon. And they wouldn't let you do it. Well, That's how I learned, you know, because again, you know, I'm on these payment plans and these agreements. And I was like, wait a second, what is going on? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what is going on? So, but no, I was like, oh, wow, Amazon is, like you said, is mm-hmm. taking over. They're taking over and they're buying taking little by bit. They're picking up stuff, picking up stuff, picking up stuff. Well, it's pick right me price. up, Amazon. So, okay. yeah. Give me a <laughs> Pick me up a check. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Well, Give me the coin. Speaking of checks... <laughs> Howard Stern <laughs> checked Miss Wendy Williams. Ah. So, Wendy, you know what I mean? She's always talking about. Oh my God. Hey, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, those those yeah. devices. <laughs> Look, this is what happens when you speak on Wendy's name. Yes. Oh. She's like, I'm in here. I'm in here. So, Wendy <laughs> Williams. Was turned off. Literally, two of my favorite people in the world yes. are fighting right now Wendy Williams and Howard Stern. Um, well, Wendy on her show came out to. She was uh, talking about his book. Mm hmm. And, you know, basically alluded to the fact that she felt Howard is a little bit Hollywood now. You know, he used to be the guy that talks about shit and talks yeah. about everybody and uh, whatnot. And she feels that he softened up. Now he's a part of the Hollywood royalty. And it's like now he's like the insider, but he doesn't really dish the dirt because they're friends. Yeah. And Howard came to basically say, call Wendy a few choice words. Um and saying she will never be me she's jealous um and just alluding to that he's so much greater and she doesn't know anything about his life or what he's been through and that she doesn't really do anything and discredited her work and that he in that sentence she discredited him and his feelings were hurt and yeah so that happened this morning it was mm. kind of went viral this morning and i just I was like, kind of a little turned off with Howard Stern because Team Howard. No, you know Team Howard yeah. Stern. I mean, I don't because I saw. I mean, obviously, I was watching Wendy mm-hmm. yesterday or whenever when she was talking about his book. I didn't feel like it was coming from it a wasn't crazy a dig. side. It wasn't a dig at all. It was no, dude. You've been so successful. You you're grown. not an outlier anymore. You are in the clique. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But once you are in the clique, because Wendy always brings up when she's like has to talk about people that she actually does know and it's uncomfortable and it's weird. Like you don't behave the same in your performance when you're dishing about people when they're actually your friends. Right. And that's just facts. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think she was crapping on his and that's why it irritated or anything me with that him. he's done. Because <laughs> it was just like, bro, you took this so serious. You called her a bitch. You, oh, did he like, call her a B? Yeah, and like degrade, like just basically saying, what have you, she done? Like she's kind of done similar things to you as a black female in entertainment. Yeah. The fact that she could break barriers and has and the has had talk a show, show for ten years is nothing to yeah. You know. Now then, on. when I looked up their salaries, I was, <laughs> but I shouldn't have been surprised. At all. Uh, it's crazy. 
I don't have much to say in a way of Wendy Williams. I just think, you know, I'd wish she would show a little bit more solidarity uh, with other women in the business who have um, supported her and who have protected her, um, you know, and not, um, you know, taking the type of same vein that she has built her career on, you know, with exposing people when they were at their weakest, when they were at their most vulnerable, you know. So I do wish that Wendy Williams would kind of, kind of, would kind of um, just maybe dial it back and take a page out of Howard Stern just a little bit. In the essence just of, a like, little growing. Bit. And yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it definitely won't hurt. I mean, she's coming back after being absent for, you know, however many months. And, you know, according to her base, her even her biggest fans are like, listen— you know, we need you to address some of these hard issues um, that we um, have been made aware of regarding your health and your personal life. And, you know, her career was built on tea. Her career was built on exposing people when they didn't want to be exposed. And you, yeah, and I do think you she know? should spill her tea a little bit. Yeah, it's just gotten. like, come on. Because, and I get that she ain't going to do it, but... Sis. I don't I don't see that that's her responsibility at all. No, when you Because you you built a career cuz a lot of people are like, "Oh, but you're a hypocrite. You'll talk about everybody else's business." But she is business. a celebrity. In the end, mm-hmm. she has built her career on talking about other people's other people. business. She's not built her career. That'd be like Kim Kardashian. Like you built your career on spilling your own business and sharing your own no, business. I'm sorry. So you... I don't think you have an obligation. Don't don't get me wrong. Do I think it would pacify some people? Absolutely. But that's not what she's been ever been paid to do or cared about. That's why she mildly addressed it and was like, "When there's more for you to know, you won't see the ring on my finger, mm-hmm. and then we can talk again." So like I get it'd be different if she completely ignored it she clearly knows that it's out there clearly is saying i know it's out there this is where i'm at with it and if that's not enough then that's on you because she wendy still has railroaded people else. wendy has railroaded people over the years you know into you know speaking when they weren't ready to speak she has had people have you know forced them to address things that they were not ready to talk about and all i'm saying is just be a little bit more transparent just be more transparent. And it's just like, you know, my objective is to never, ever, you know, talk ill about anybody, especially mm-hmm. in this business, because you just never, ever know. And karma, karma is karma. Karma comes back really strong, you know. But when you talk about having a responsibility, anybody that is a thought leader, anybody that considers themselves a personality, television personality, media personality, when you have men and women who are looking up to you, who aspire to be like you, whether or not you want to have a responsibility or not, you now do. You do. And I will just... But a responsibility to be who you are and who you are as an entertainer and whatever additional portion of your personal life that you want to share, you're permitted to share. Like she didn't not be who she's said she What's was. Good for all the goose along. is good for the gander. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And I think if she wants to maintain the following, if she wants to, I don't know however more many years she wants to go with the Wendy show, mm-hmm. but I think if she wants to continue in excellence, she has to be a little bit more transparent. You know, maybe Howard Stern was. I actually you know, think she's winning by end. not being more transparent. I because don't think she's her ratings. No, Check yeah, her I mean, ratings. But that that's what made me blow my mind with how it ratings, started. It's like, ratings, ratings are that's that's great, but at the end of the day, it's like here we are, we are about to talk about wealth, you know, and what that does and what that looks like. Just because you're popular doesn't mean you're doing the best thing. 
No, true. But, but I also think, like, you look at this situation, like, Wendy's someone who, you know, I don't know how she lives, but how she speaks of her life is that, you know, okay, she's does the same shit we do. Like, she isn't going, like, how, she basically saying, like, Howard goes to the yacht parties. I choose not to. And there are those kind of people in Hollywood. There's people that are always at all the events and, you know, they choose they that to only kind of ditch their friends and just be of that upper crowd. And I feel like her statement was just stating, like, this is, because that was one of her idols, you know? Yeah. And, and me and me too. And like, but I don't look down upon him, but I don't think she was. I think it was just a simple either. comment. Sure and he spoke he so, spoke he just went so left that it was just like, bro, I, yeah. I don't expect this of you. And then to say I would have expected him to be like, yeah, man, I'm in that circle because I lit it up and like, I've been doing just great real and talk, like, my life expectations, now. expectations are you know yeah. wow expectations are a slippery slope yeah they're and I'm sure I would be Listen, dis- I, uh, my expectations would be down if I met Wendy because I would instantly be I've like Wendy, Wendy give me a hug I interviewed Wendy over and the summer and she'd be like don't touch me <laughs> no listen I interviewed Wendy over the summer in July at her Be Here campaign mm-hmm. you know very interesting interview you know, I started off, you know, hailing Wendy, talking about how proud I was of her. I had read one of her books, I forget the name of it, you know, where she spoke about having a drug addiction, where she talked about, you know, having to commute back and forth between New York and Washington, D.C., you know, and so my goal is to always protect and safeguard, you know, anybody in this business, you know, especially a black woman, you know, and so there were expectations, and there are mm. always expectations, but they don't always materialize the way that we want them to do. Yeah, I think Wendy had an expectation that maybe Howard would somehow I'll be like, oh, you know, thank you for plugging my book. But maybe Howard isn't, you know, he's in his soft spot, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He was cut in his underbelly. And, and it he, was a little bit true. Yeah. And it hurts a little bit. Yeah. He and, isn't that, you know, hardcore like he was in the beginning. Nobody likes and that. That's fine. Nobody likes and that's fine. Oh, no, and that's fine. She's change Nobody change is that. a part of life. Thank you know, God. Change. You know, change, if we change. all stayed growth, who we were, it's growth like, too. come growth. on. Well, speaking of growth and expectations oh. and all of these wonderful things. Y'all, we got some news this week. I was sitting on my computer looking at the news stories for the day, and it pops up that Aunt Becky and Lynn Scavo, a.k.a. Felicity Huffman, was about to go to possibly get arrested and go to jail. And I was like, what is going on? And then I see a title talking about the, what do they call it, the Varsity uh, Varsity Blues uh, scandal. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, So for those of you guys that have been under a rock not paying attention, obviously there's this huge college scandal going on with all these rich people who were paying this man (laughs) and this conglomerate of people to either cheat on SATs and college prep tests for their kids or put together profiles for them of them being athletes that they weren't and uh, pay off all these other people to help them get into elite colleges and universities across the country. There have been some 50 people arrested, two of them 50 people nationwide. Nationwide. And two of them obviously being uh, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman two high profile people because we know them. They're on television. Aunt Becky, Full House. She's such a good actor. Woo, honey. Mm. Woo, honey. So, and uh, so, since all this has come out, basically, Lori spent like $500,000 to get her kids. Good Lord. um, Her daughters. (laughs) Like, I can't get over this. Like, they put together a whole, like, situation profile that her daughters were crew 
members. Like they were oh, on yeah, crew or, teams and have no and athletic have ability. No athletic. Like they ain't crewed a day in their life. <laughs> and apparently, like that, like that's a thing. And then Lynette, uh, not Lynette. Did uh, you call her Lynette? I can't. <laughs> Felicity. Felicity Huffman spent. Uh, I think hers was like fifteen thousand to get them to change. Okay, this trip. Hey, William Singer, who's at the center of this. Um, but her daughter <laughs> took the PSATs and got like a ten seventy five or something. So she paid. So when the girl took them again, she got extra time in like private somewhere, and then they would in they would change her scores to, and she ended up getting a fourteen seventy. And for those of y'all that you know, anything come about on, it, that, come like, on, that is not a small jump. Okay. So anyway, we found out this week there was this whole, the FBI, they came knocking on freaking Felicity's door at 6 in the morning. They took her to jail. Lori Laughlin had to come back from Canada. She went to jail for a minute. They've been bailed out. And now all of this is sort of unfolding. There's a bunch of other, obviously, people involved. There's some real estate moguls and things like that going on. But um, everybody's, coaches, everybody upset. You know? They paid, you know, paid their way for their kids to go to college. A lot of people are upset. But some people are actually being like, well. I would do anything for my kid, so I kind of understand, and I don't really think they deserve you know, jail this is, time. This is so upsetting. I mean, this is like white privilege. <laughs> this is peak. white privilege at the height of her ugly performing at like peak performance over mm-hmm. here. I mean, you have black women now sitting in jail who have been prosecuted uh, for using an address outside of their so neighborhood. So their kid can go to a to better get, school. You know, to get their students, to get their children to go to a better school. Mm-hmm. You know, you have cases pending right now, including at Harvard University, uh, where there's a case um, that has been brought against affirmative action. Hmm. You know, like affirmative action is always at the center of the admissions process in this country. Um, It just goes on and on and on and on. And this administration, this Trump administration, is bringing out the best of it, or shall I say the worst of it. The veil has been lifted. I mean, the veil has been lifted. <laughs> Everybody is being exposed. Exposed. Okay, we exposed. see you. We see you. We see we who you see are. You. But we've also known a lot of people's argument is that this is no different than anything that's been going on for years. True, but because it, parents it was caught. It is different. It's caught, it is and different. now it's time to it handle it. It's very different because what happens is when you wealth is the affirmative action for mm. uh, the elite. Wealth is affirmative action. When you can just pay your way instead of studying and earning your way. When you're, what was the SAT score? It was like 1070 and then she got a 14 something after the cheating. Ridiculous. Look, all I have to say is, (laughs) obviously y'all probably know where I fall on this, but this one hit real close to home because I am an alum of a top 10 university that I busted my ass to get into and definitely just finished paying it off not too long ago from having gone. And I can remember very clearly I went to a very good but all white high school I went to high school in Fairport New York and then for college and then for college I went to Northwestern okay so um but I can really I can I still feel the visceral upset Mm. that I felt every single time a white student looked at me sideways and on multiple occasions articulated that the reason I was getting into that school or once I was at that school, the reason I was there, because they it continued once there, was because I was black. 
which they negated the whole like, oh, but I've been in the same classes with you for the last six years and I get better grades than you Mm. and I bust my ass doing all of this other stuff and I work two jobs to get through college. But you say I'm because I'm black. And then the fact that we are in a place where we want to fill the Supreme Court to the point where it it will be so conservative that we won't have any non-conservative decisions for another generation that kids are still going to miss out on opportunity because they want to reverse affirmative action in every way possible is just appalling to me. And if you're not appalled for those reasons by what these women did, then I don't know what to tell you. We have no hope in America because it's fucked up. Well, the other side of this is I'm a graduate of Cheney University of Pennsylvania. It's the oldest HBCU founded in 1837. My university right now is in dire straits. In addition to Bennett College and a number of other HBCUs, my university has to raise $4 million by June in order for the university to stay open. And while I'm completely on board of people making the the free choice to go to whatever uh, university they they want to, but wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if we supported the historical black colleges and universities, pumped our money into those, affirmative action when it came to education wouldn't even be on the table. It wouldn't even be a conversation because the focus would be let's send our child to Cheney, Morehouse, Spelman, Lincoln University, Bennett, Clark Atlanta, Virginia Union, and the list goes on and on. But instead, what happens with alums who attend HBCUs like Cheney, Lincoln, Morehouse, Spelman, we're so quick to want to send our children to PWIs that the very educational system that educated us with pride, creativity, commitment to excellence, regardless of what our SAT scores were, we don't even want to send our children back to those schools. You know, so this is just, it's such a big conversation. And And again, and again, 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 (coughs) I'm completely on board with going to where you want to go. Go to Yale, Wellesley, Vassar, go wherever you want to go. But it would be great if the majority of African-Americans would send their children to an historical black college or university. And that will be, that's, that's just my position. You know, because again, these are the schools when they were not taking us at Yale, Wellesley, Vaster, Princeton, any of the Seven Sisters, Smith, Swarthmore, when those schools were not interested in us at all, and when they were interested in us, it was only for the athletic prowess of young black men. So let's just talk about that part. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that part. You know, so, yeah, it's tragic that, you know, these 50-some-odd people, 33 parents, you know, a coach, a proctor, nine coaches, a proctor, and two uh, test administrators are being taken down for this. But, you know, affirmative action, I get it. We need it. But we also need to maintain and build within our own communities so that some of these things aren't even a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, well, it's people, a lot of them are dragging the daughter. As they should. (laughs) As they definitely should. I don't buy into this whole, like, because everybody's like, oh, these kids had no idea. Bullshit. You take your own SATs. You know when your score was 1,000 and when your score suddenly was 1,400. And you know that you ain't did nothing in between to make that actually happen. I'm not saying they should take full responsibility and have to go to jail or anything like that. I feel like they're dragging them more than they're dragging 
these two because it's like well these two are public figures <laughs> and, yeah, and nothing represents Walt but they're like dragging Lori Loughlin funny, they're make so. dragging Lori Loughlin's daughter pretty hard because yeah. she's the one that was the influencer and she has since lost her deal with Sephora yep. and Lori Loughlin is probably going to be cut off her show when when calls the heart or yep. what calls the heart something on Hallmark because obviously she ain't about that Jesus life <laughs> but <laughs> Courtney I'm just well, don't talk about that Jesus life because them trays them trays that begin passed round. Wow. But where does the money I mean, get found? What other sh- deals did she have besides Sephora, though? Because she had multiple. Oh, did uh, say Amazon? She, she has a... Uh, this is an... Speaking a, of recordings, Amazon. Few, did, no, did you guys see the... Um, the video of her in her college dorm. Oh yeah, when she was like, tour. "I don't need no school," and she's like, "This is Amazon." Yeah, and then she's like showing people the uh, outlets. She's like, "These are really mm. good for um, for college." Yeah, she's they're good for inf- life. What are you talking? You know, about? she's been an influencer for quite some time. So I, I do appreciate that. I think that she, her, the, them pulling out and whatever is uh, is a good way to show her some level of right. punishment because there's no there's no way at 18 you're the one applying for school like your parents aren't doing all the application you still got to do some of the work some of it like write something on a letter and whatever so do they better knew for what your kids up. when they're young i don't understand though how as a parent you could be That's like crazy. no i just honestly like, it's to me baffling. i would drag the, the parents not it's the kids at this point because it's like this is look who raised you and i'm sure they stress your mama like, should have taught oh, you really better wanna, than that but damn <laughs> Your mama taught I can't you trash. with him. This is like yeah. been the past four weeks with this guy. Yeah. It. So, well, whatever. Good luck. But some people also said that they think the girl, kids should be kicked out of school. I don't think that. If they're doing the work now and they're actually yeah. getting grades and whatever, they Look deserve their degrees. Them. Wolves. But it's it's kind of wild. It's always about the parents. It's always about the parents. The parents want to look good in front yep. of their yeah. friends. It's uh, it's about keeping up with the Joneses. But I think they need to go to jail. And pay some money. That's my opinion. Maybe just for 30 days. Look it. Keep up with the Kardashians. None of them went to college, right? But see, (laughs) they're elitist. They're not Kardashians. Well, her daughter is more Kardashian. Even though her daughter wants to be. But that's why she was trying to get her at USC. She's like, you are not about to just be this. You You can't buy smarts for no one who don't want them. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's so what's so crazy is when you look at some of the tape of Lori during her uh, rounds during press. I think it, I guess mm-hmm. it was for a show, and you know she's on Entertainment Tonight and you know other morning shows uh, talking about oh you know my daughter is being the doting mom my and daughter, you know they're going off to college yeah. and this that, and the other, and knowing full stuff. well that you spend half a million scam. dollars. That is so much money. That a is half a so million much money. dollars. You know how many kids could have been wow. scamming out here scamming. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to move on to our EUR Web Spotlight Story of the Week. EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. And basically, you know, we keep talking about diversity in Hollywood, and we're so glad that things are slowly changing, and you know, opportunities are coming for all people of all shapes, sizes, colors, and religions, etc. But apparently something that ain't changing quite fast enough, which is still so absurd in my brain, is that they can't hire nobody to do no black girl hair on none of these here sets. Even when the darn star is a black woman with black girl hair. Crazy. How is that possible? So not a priority. It's but but if she's the star. Okay, so the story kind of came out because an, a model by the name of, of Olivia Anakwe, she was uh, speaking to Teen Vogue about how she was on set and there's never enough um, any black stylists or people that can style black hair that do hair because somebody was trying to do cornrows on her. 
I almost fell out when she said cornrows. Like all these little white girls running around talking about they got boxer braids and y'all couldn't even do cornrows on the black girl's head. So she couldn't get the cornrows right. And then she tweeted about it or she Instagrammed about it. And then it just kind of got wind and lots of actresses started chiming in like Gabrielle Union, Lonnie Love chimed in, Yvette Nicole Brown chimed in, all talking about how even when they show up on set, these are women that are industry vets who have been yeah. doing this I for over Yvette 20 years. Yeah. Hi, Yvette. <laughs> they're still having to show up either with their hair already done at their own expense or they're bringing their own extensions, their own wigs, their own hair products, their own everything because you never know what you're going to get when you show up. And it is true because I have been there and there is nothing worse than getting somewhere and wanting somebody to be able to do your hair and they're like, eh, 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 eh. and you're We've like, all been there. oh, that's not mm-hmm. done. That, that's, that's, that's not done. And you think I should go on TV like this? But yeah, so... Obviously, some work in Hollywood behind the scenes as well still needs to be done. It just stems off of ignorance, really, because it's like you, I, when you work in that production field and you see how people are just hired, it's hair and makeup is low key like the last thought about thing. And it's like there is this anticipation. Like, I thought this too. If you are someone who does hair, you're a hairdresser, I would assume any one of us can go sit down at a table Mm. at at your booth, and I should be able to sit down, and you should be able to do my hair. And I've struggled with it, because I typically like things like a fade, or you know, I go to certain barber shops, and it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I know my texture is that of another, but then when I go to that, the white barber shop, they don't know how to give me a taper or a fade, and it's like... If you're a barber, why aren't you just learning? To, you should learn every single texture. Like you there's should. schools for you this. Should. There's literally schools for this. So it blows my mind when someone's like, "Oh, I can only do females hair." What? That makes no sense. What? Or you can only do silky smooth hair. Like what? Okay, well, why do you have a job and why do you get paid so much? I mean, I'm all here for specialties and specializing or whatever. Because there are some people that just want to do white hair because it's easier or it's their vein, whatever. But I am diametrically opposed to a producer who would hire somebody and not ask if they're capable of doing all hair types oh, when they have leads. They're not even thinking. No, I mean that. I know yeah. they're not thinking it, but that's the point. <laughs> who ignorant. are you to not think that? You're not only ignorant, you are incapable of doing your job. Yep. <laughs> so you should also be fired. Because how is I your agree. lead actress? Don't get me wrong, look. I've been background. I've done it all. Like, mm-hmm. you gonna shit on them, fine. But you got a lead actress that's black, and y'all don't have nobody there that can do her hair properly? Yeah. Because they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Not a priority. The same with, you know, like you said about makeup. I mean, I don't have any hair now, but my hair grows very long. It grows very thick. Um, and if I had to continue with it right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on set right now. I'd still be blowing it out. <laughs> That's why mine is in a braid. You know? Because it's just <laughs> like you can, never, you, can, you can never ever trust that you're going to be reg- – and that's, that's sad – but you can never ever depend on the production team, mm-hmm. even when you're the lead star, the lead talent, um, to be taken care of in a proper way. Yep, it's horrifying. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I've gone and set. I've worked as a background act, actress, and I've gone and set with my makeup done. Well, yeah. You know, because yeah. I'm like, uh, no. That you just won't be doing that to me. Well, yeah, and that's the other, the flip side of it too is a lot of them don't know how to apply makeup to darker skin tones. Oh, like sure. what? That I will say in my experience is getting better. better, but I still will always bring my own foundation just in case. Mm-hmm. Like I won't tell them that I have it, but as soon as I get there, I look and be like, 
You better. Okay. You better because but I always it's your it. shot. It's yeah. your face you in never the frame. Know. You just never know. So I would say that those unions, I forget, is it Yahtzee that does hair and makeup? Y'all need know. to do a better job of letting in black stylists and people that, and do like actual recruiting mm-hmm. for stylists that have experience and want to yeah. do black hair yeah. because this is... And this for don't the, make no right, sense. And, and for the persons of color who are already in those unions, you know, share the love. You know, share the love. If you are, you know, a black person, we love to go on social media and talk about sisterhood and all this great stuff. But in real time, in real time, mm-hmm. wow, that is a whole nother conversation. Right. You know, and if you are a black person in this business, and again, I'm going to repeat this, and if you believe there is room for everybody, then scoot over a little bit and just pass the torch. Share the intel. How do you become a makeup artist? How do you become a hairstylist? What is a union? What you? How many unions are there? What are the dues like? What is the process? You know who does how that can that I get on? Angela uh, Angela Stevens. Stevens. Is, yeah. It's Stevens, uh, right? Yeah. Angela C. Styles. I always call Instagram her Angela C. Styles. That's <laughs> what I was like. Did I make Stevens up? Yeah, she's awesome about yeah. that. But she sure. was like, yeah, she, and she talks about uh, being union, non-union, yeah. why she didn't do union for so long and what she thought union was. And, and she talks her whole process it. of like yeah. going through it and all of that. We need so. more of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We need awesome. more it of that. It actually shocked me when to hear a lot of her videos because I was like, wow, I love that. She's you know sharing because I mean? you know what that means. When you can share, that means that means you know you're the shit. Because yes. bitch, here's the information. You, you're gonna, gonna come sit next spot. to me. Yeah, she you're always got Eve's hair laid. There's always. room for yes. everybody. There's room for all of us, guys. There's room for all of us. That's what you say. That's what you talk. But I'd love to see you walking. I'm in your city, LA. I'm in your city. My sister's here. Show me She's some challenging love. y'all out there, y'all. Hmm. Take on the challenge. You're going to show me some love? <laughs> okay. <laughs> show me some love. All right. Well, I guess that's it for right, today. Because I keep singing. I know. You just keep singing. You want to break out in full song at the end? Okay. Let yeah. everybody know, Jesse, where can they find you for the rest of the week and on stage and doing your cover? Show. Whoa. <laughs> you guys can hit me up ever at DJ Jesse J, my cabaret show. You guys can uh, head on over to Apple Music or podcast and download the Love and Hip Hop The T, VH1's first official podcast. And you guys, oh, forgive me. Did I ever step? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, I haven't talked to you about that reunion, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Because there was some tape. Well, you guys can find me, Tanisha Laverne Grant, all three names. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram as well. And you can also follow my work at blackinamerica.com, which is also syndicated. You guys didn't know that part, but Black in America is syndicated with hbcuconnect.com, which stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. It is also syndicated with blackwomenconnect and blackhistory.com. Check it out, y'all. Yes. Get on it. And while y'all doing all that, make sure you follow us at BHL Online. And you can follow me everywhere at Stuart Starlet. And I'll be somewhere roaming around Los Angeles trying to get my whole life. <laughs> um, until we see you guys next week, thank pizza, you for joining pizza. us. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And enjoy some of this sunshine if you're in Cali. Peace. BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. 
Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.